the Unapologetic Experience. I'm your host, Jarius, the Unapologetic Geek. And uh, just like always, I'm here to bring you the Weekend Geek, and we have plenty to get to. Uh, the Eternals will be having an openly gay character. Uh, Black Widow's poster came out. I'll give you my thoughts on that. Uh, Telltale, the video game company that had an uh, unceremonious departure, appears to be coming back, so I'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the Wu-Tang Clan is getting a show on Hulu. There's a big controversy going on right now that probably shouldn't be as big, but hey, it is what it is, and I'll talk about that. And lastly, I got a little bit of uh, thoughts to get off my chest about Terminator's latest trailer. But first, the Joker came out with a new trailer, uh, just really showing, you know, what we have coming to us on October 4th, like what's in store. And I'll just be the first to say I was skeptical about the Joker when I first heard about it. Uh, I heard that the vision was going to be uh, something like a movie, uh, I think um, a Martin Scorsese movie called The King of Comedy, and, uh, in which it's like this guy has like a mental breakdown and he goes after this other guy who's a uh, television host or something like that, like a night show host. It's a movie that once I heard about it, I wanted to check it out. I just still haven't had a chance to see it, but hopefully I get to see it before Joker drops so I can compare the two. Uh, but I was just skeptical, like, okay, what version of the Joker are we going to get? Are we going to get, like, something with the Heath Ledger Joker? Are we going to get a little bit of that uh, silliness with Jack Nicholson's Joker? Are we going to get something that's like the old Bruce Timm show, Batman the Animated Series? Are we going to get that Joker, which to me is one of the greatest Jokers of all time, just regardless of what medium they're in? Uh, or are we going to get that gangster Joker like Jared Leto? Because I'm still not sure what DC is doing with their universe. It looks like now they've just completely done away with it. Uh, but it, it just was interesting to see what they had planned as far as the Joker movie. Because it was announced during that time when DC was kind of all over the place with what they wanted to do with their films and then you just come out and say it's going to be a Joker movie and then the rumor came out that it was going to start Joaquin Phoenix which immediately ruled out the Jared Leto one being the Joker that this movie is about and so I just had a wait and see attitude but at the same time I'm like okay DC has been trash lately well the first Joker trailer comes out I'm like, okay, it looks pretty good. It looks a bit more artsy than I thought it would. But that second trailer, oh my God, the the one, the, the final trailer that just came out, I'm sold on it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the movie. Why can you finish? I never had any doubt that he was going to bring his A game. Uh, but after seeing that trailer, I, I just, it looks good. It looks like a, a well-made well thought out movie um but then of course as we're prone to do in society now people came out with their immediate hot takes on the film a film that they that nobody has seen really um and they just came out saying oh so it's going to be about how a white man becomes a terrorist and and they're going to justify him killing people and all of this kind of stuff and they're basically judging it then somebody was like, okay, so this movie is about a guy who looks like he gets rejected by two black women in the trailer, and 
he decides to just shoot everybody up because things aren't going his way and all that kind of stuff. And those takes clearly come from people who have never read an origin story about the Joker, who have never read, you know, comics really, um, or know anything beyond what they may see on television. It really comes from people who just don't know what the fuck they're talking about, if I'm to be honest. Um, there are a couple different origins for the Joker. One of my favorite being the uh, interpretation that's in The Killing Joke. And that book really shows how much of a disgusting uh, adversary the Joker is. It's a lot of it that's uncomfortable. and But at the same time, that's just the villain that they've built with the Joker. And in that book, he was down on his luck. He was... Um, severely depressed you can see signs of a psychotic break and then he gets wrapped up in a situation he's always pushed around but he gets wrapped up in a situation where he's trying to make money for his family and he ends up uh, falling into the toxic waste that drives him insane and you know eventually makes him become the Joker uh, that's just one of many origin stories for the Joker but it, the main thing that you kind of get is there was something always wrong with him and when I look at the trailers, I don't think they're building sympathy for him. He's just a problematic character. Like, you can't build sympathy for the Joker. It's just, it's not a good look. What I think they're going to do is you're going to see that he was always crazy. He was always this psycho. This, you know, he always had these psychotic tendencies. And you're going to see a man who is trying to suppress that. And then... The more things don't go his way, the more he kind of of ekes out. Like you see that he's unstable. You see that he has this this terrible being that's inside of him that he's trying to suppress because society, you know, won't really allow it. And I think just halfway through the movie, he's just gonna say fuck it and do what he wants to do. But I don't plan. I don't think that we're gonna go into this and get a sympathetic figure. You're going to see things that you can probably relate to, like basic things. Um, as far as, you know, a man wanting to fall in love with somebody and shit like that. That's what it looks like. Because it looks like Zazie Beats, who is excellent in um, Atlanta, by the way. It looks like she's going to be some sort of love interest. But I'm not all the way sold on that either. I just want to see how the movie goes. Because it looks like, if you look at the trailer, it looks like they're hiding a lot of things. And the most shocking parts are, and, you know, things that are going to happen in the movie. They're doing what a lot of movies don't do. And they show everything at the forefront. So I think when it comes out, of course, the people who are going to try and, and socially dissect it and make it, you know, a, a social justice warrior issue. Of course, they're going to say what they're going to say about it uh, because, again, they judged it before it even came out. I have a more of a, a wait-and-see attitude, and I have a good feeling about it as a comic book fan. Um, and I'm not even the biggest fan of the Joker as a character, but I, I love how uh, people, these different actors, have their different takes on them. I love seeing them on screen. Uh, just to see, you know, what come, what a given screenwriter or a given actor or a given director comes up with. And, of course, Heath Ledger is the top dog in that regard. 
Um, and then after that, of course, it's Jack Nicholson. I want to see what Joaquin Phoenix ends up once we see it. Um, and the early reviews that I've seen uh, suggest that he may be in the early running for the Oscar race that's going to, of course, start at the beginning of the year. Which, I mean, that's that's nothing new. That's Joaquin Phoenix. He wakes up and he's an Oscar uh, nominee. Like that's just that's just him. He's a great actor. He can make an actor's ass off. If I'm to be honest, one of the best um, and finest acting jobs I've seen of his was her, where he's basically he's basically falling in love with the artificial intelligence. That's it. And Scarlett Johansson is awesome in that movie as well uh, as the the um, the voice of the artificial intelligence. It's definitely a movie you should check out. Uh, and it has an ending that kind of really didn't see coming, but yeah, it, Joaquin Phoenix is gonna—he's gonna bring his A game uh, again. I've heard the reviews are great. They say the direction, everything are great. Uh, IGN actually gave it a ten. And IGN just doesn't hand tens out like that. And I know a lot of people have issues with IGN as a whole over the past few years or so, but tens are hard to come by and. On the one hand, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe they're on to something. Maybe it's going to be a big deal. But then I remember, like, I believe IGN gave The Last Jedi something like a nine point something. And I'm like, hell no, The Last Jedi was terrible. But, um, again, enjoyment is subjective. I say we just wait and see what we have here. Of course, I'll do a review once the movie drops. But, yeah, that's where we had Joker was the, the big topic as far as the geek community is concerned and really uh, the social justice warrior community as well moving on uh, it's been announced that the Eternals is going to have an openly gay character um, that's going to have a family and it's going to be the first openly gay superhero I believe is what they're saying um, as far as it's concerned I think it's I mean it's, I'm cool with it I have no issue with the LGBTQ community or anything like that um, it's just you know we're still in a society where it's like wow this is going to be a big deal because of somebody's sexuality and all that kind of stuff um, but I mean it's a, it's a big win for their community the Eternals from what it sounds like with an all star cast is going to be it's going to be huge it, it looks like Marvel is pushing their chips on this to be the first big um big expansion of a new brand of the brand of the MCU as a whole since uh, Avengers Endgame has ended and there's no timeline as to when we get another Avengers movie uh, so we'll see how that goes uh, I think the Eternals is going to be great I think that they're going to do right about this character um, and I'm just interested to see what the reactions are going to be but I'm anticipating it not being that big of a deal like Unless the character is just a standout and whoever plays them is acting their ass off. I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal that's like, you know, it, it, a lot of people, I guess that, big, that goes into a deeper issue that people have with Marvel. A lot of people like to play it off like in uh, Marvel's comics that they're being forcefully uh, progressive, which is, is kind of crazy to me uh marvel has always been the one to, to push the envelope i'm pretty sure back when marvel introduced black panther 
somebody had an issue saying, oh, well, why are they doing all this extra shit? Because, you know, it was all about the white characters. It was all about having uh, this blue-eyed, blonde-haired, white superhero or white group of superheroes at the forefront. And, but Marvel, Marvel has always been that disruptor in the comic book industry. I mean, the aforementioned Black Panther, he was the first uh, black superhero that had his own comic over at Marvel. And then you had Storm. If I'm not mistaken, Storm is the first black female superhero, if my uh, memory serves me correctly. And, and it's it's just so many other things that Marvel has done. And one thing that they did that was progressive that I didn't necessarily agree with was in they, when they um, turned Iceman uh, gay in one of the X-Men comics. I thought that was that was kind of an unnecessary thing to just jump in, especially with a character with so much history. Like to just, it, it kind of felt shoehorned in. That Mystique has always been bisexual. That's something that people kind of gloss over. Mystique has always been bisexual or whatever, and that was known like years ago, like when that was still a hot button topic, so to speak. I believe that kind of came out in the early two thousands or so. Um, but then again, Marvel, Marvel, just they always push the envelope. I mean, hell, in the Ultimate Marvel line, uh, and that's a line that you don't need to read unless you read Ultimate Spider-Man. That was awesome. But in the Ultimate Marvel universe, hell, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch had an incestuous relationship. Like Marvel, Marvel is kind of out there. They kind of push the bounds a little too far sometimes. Uh, but yeah, they're they're always doing something crazy. So it's not. Well, not, I'm not going to say crazy. They're always doing something to push the envelope forward. Now, I'm not saying that incest is something that needs to be in, in every medium. That was just gross. But I'm just saying Marvel always pushes the envelope. And so, yeah, of course they would have the first uh, openly gay superhero with a family in a, a superhero film. Like, that makes complete sense. And then, I mean, you had a female Thor, and you're going to get her on screen. People had an issue with that. The X-Men as a whole is a, a, a social commentary on prejudice and racism and, in a way, classism uh, in our community. So, yeah, if anybody was going to do this, you would have told me, hey, who is going to have the first openly gay uh, character with a family in their movie? I'm, I'm going with Marvel. And on another note, I mean, DC can't get it the fuck together anyway. They would botch it. They would botch it, man. Like, if anybody's going to take care of business, it's going to be Marvel. But moving on. Um, Telltale, they're getting another shot at making video games. Uh, I'm a Telltale fan. I'm not going to say a huge fan, but I'm a Telltale fan. Uh, I love The Walking Dead uh, series they had going on. I love The Wolf Among Us, which unfortunately still does not have a sequel. I guess since they're resurrected, uh, they should get on that, please. Um, and I, I really like the Batman series. Like that, that first season is amazing. I still haven't gotten to the second season even though I already have it bought and downloaded I just never had a chance to crack it open uh, but yeah they I mean they, they know what the hell they're doing as far as storytelling is concerned well they ran into some financial issues I believe it was last year in 2018 
and they ended up having to shut down shop. Uh, but now it looks like they've been resurrected. They're going to come back as a new company. Um, and they're going to get back to creating games. And like I said, hopefully we get another Wolf Among Us. I'm almost certain they're going to do another Batman movie. It's no question. Because Batman is money. He's cash money. Um, speaking of Joker, their, their take on Joker in uh, the first season of the Batman series. And what I heard is great in the second season as well. But the first season of the Batman series, their take on him was awesome and what they do with the with Thomas and Martha Wayne is pretty awesome too like I said I highly recommend uh, you check those games out I don't know if they're still for sale though I remember there was some kind of controversy about the selling of their games once they got shut down uh, but yeah with this resurrection you know hopefully we get more and I just I, I wish everybody would tell tell the best the workers the creators the programmers the directors uh, I'm excited about it I'm more excited to see the Batman stuff than anything and like I said hopefully we get another Wolf Among Us but we'll see uh, I don't have a lot to say about this but uh, Wu Tang Clan their show premieres on Netflix I believe uh, in September I want to say like September fourth or something like that um and from what i'm seeing it's going to be a weekly series it's going to premiere on hulu and it's a, a bio biopic um mini series but i think they're going to end up leaving it open to have multiple seasons i've always wanted to see like a, a biopic um television series like for a music group or something that has multiple seasons. I, think, I always thought the concept of that is cool because although you can get like a two and a half hour movie out of a lot of music groups and, and musical talents, it just always seems to to serve better as a television show to me. Like, could you imagine if Whitney Houston had a TV show? I mean, the length of her career was expressed through a, a television show with different seasons, and you get to see different parts of her career. That would be awesome. Or, or Michael Jackson, to see different parts of, of his career through the lens of a, a multi, like a five-season television show. That would be dope. Jay-Z, uh, DMX, like Lauren Hill even. That, that would be really cool to me to have uh, um, a television show centered around a group. So uh, hopefully the Wu-Tang Clan, their show kind of gets, you know, the popularity that I feel it is going to deserve. And it makes people want to say, hey, let's give this format a try with other superstars. So I'll be on the lookout for that. I'll definitely be checking it out. Um, one of the many things I have to check out, many shows I have to look at on all of these damn streaming platforms I have. So, here's a big one. There's a huge controversy going on on the internet. And by the internet, I mean black Twitter especially. So, let me take you back to last Sunday. Last Sunday, August the 18th. No, 25th. I'm sorry. August the 25th. And I'm sitting up. And uh, it's been a, a long day. We me and my wife went out and did a couple things, um, checked out a couple movies, and and it was just this one event I wanted to get to all day. And so we put the kid to bed. We put our two little dogs to bed. Yes, we put our dogs to bed. And people who own dogs, 
We have fur babies, as people call them. You know what? You know you got to get them damn dogs to sleep, man. It's, it's, they're unstoppable. They're literally like children. They incur bills like children, medical bills. You got to feed them. You got to house them. All this kind of stuff. But anyway, so my wife and I are in bed. I turn the TV on. I go to the app. I pull it up. And I get to the recap. And then it's time for the opening credits. And I hear, I'm getting ready to sing along. And then I hear some, they say it's a big rich town. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And I'm listening to the song. And it's not going the way I want it to. And the beat is different and all this kind of shit. And by now I know you know what I'm talking about. But if you you don't, I'm just going to let you know. And it's six season for whatever reason 50 cent decided to change the opening theme song of power to remix it and he put trey songs on it and and changed the beat the beat is more lavish and jazzy sounding and all this kind of shit what did joe do does joe owe 50 cent money does somebody else owe 50 cent money that's associated with joe what did we do? Did, did, does Trey Songz owe 50 Cent money? He was like, hey, hey, can you cut down my dead in half if I do a remix for you or something like that? Like, why do we have this song? Why was this song necessary in your sixth season? If you're going to do some shit like that, you need to do that in season two. You don't do that in your sixth season. And this is supposed to be your last season and it's supposed to be the biggest one. 16 episodes and you want to want to change the uh well 16 episodes in this upcoming season and you decide you want to change the theme song and then you get Trey songs to do it if you're gonna change it get somebody else to do it man or at least be fair to joe and or Trey songs or whoever the singer is and have someone from the opposite sex do the song trey trey is i i already think trey is a little bit overrated as a singer like I don't want to get into it because I can get disrespectful with it a little bit, but Trey Songz and R. Kelly are two of the most overrated singers I've ever heard. I'm not even going to get back and forth with that with anybody. I've said that for years. Trey Songz, and I've said it more so about R. Kelly than Trey Songz. But if you're going to get someone to come and do a remix to the song, man, just get someone that's going to knock it out of the park. Joe... Joe's hook and 50 Cent's lines I don't know if anybody just really sat down and listened to 50 Cent's lyrics because the, the song is so damn catchy you can kind of get lost in it and not pay attention to what the what 50 Cent is saying 50 Cent's lyrics are superb on Big Rich Town they are but Joe's Joe's melodies his singing on the hook that's what nails it that's what really brings that song home and it's just, it's very, it's a very well done, well composed song. And you just decide to do a remix with, with Trey songs. And then you can go back and forth on who had the better career. Yeah, Trey is going to come out on top is, with that. But black people, when, when we get used to some shit, when we feeling some shit, you keep that shit the same. Black people do not like change like that, especially change that's unwarranted. Like, like we like change when something was already garbage and you try to make it better. We can accept that. But when something was already perfect, I mean, 
Power has a top 10 opening theme song in the black community. Like, it's up there with A Different World. It's up there with the opening credits of um, of Girlfriends, which is really good. It's up there with um, the opening credits of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is probably number one. It's probably the best opening credit theme song of all time, is that one, in, in the black community. And I mean, I could I'd put it against just shows as a whole in pop culture. It's so many other black iconic songs. Living Single also has one that was great. But dude, just just don't try and reinvent the wheel. You got it done. You got it done in one shot. You got a perfect theme song. Just what are you doing? And I wouldn't be surprised if I turn on uh, Power for the next episode and the song is back the original song is back on there because people are going at 50 Cent and as much as he says he doesn't give a fuck he's commenting on it a lot for somebody that doesn't give a fuck but then I see him praise Chris Brown and he says Chris Brown is the greatest of all time on Instagram and then it hit me why the fuck didn't you get Chris Brown to do it like it's so aggravating I know Chris Brown would have killed it if you were going to change it, get Chris Brown to do it. But Trey Songs, nah, Trigger Trey got to go. If you're going to choose somebody to do it, don't choose Trigger. Just go with somebody else, man. But anyway, that's that was my soapbox uh, for the evening. Like that's, that's just, that's mind-blowing to me. Like Of all the people that you could have gotten, of all the things that you could have done, you went with Trey Songs to do the remix to Big Rich Town that nobody asked for. But if we asked for it, we damn sure wouldn't have asked for Trey Songs. Last point here. Um, Terminator Dark Fate came out with a new trailer over the week. And it's a lot better than that underwhelming first trailer, but they're trying way too hard. They got an airplane sequence where a bunch of stuff is blowing up. It looks like we're going to have a hybrid human Terminator thing. And I think they kind of touched on it or alluded to that in Terminator Salvation, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But I got questions like Linda Hamilton is back as Sarah Connor. Um, She's saying all the Schwarzenegger's lines or the T-800's lines from the first Terminator and she's a badass. She's a badass on film. That this one of those characters that sticks with you, not because I mean she would have been a, a badass if you know the same character was a male, but it makes her even more badass because it is a female. And it's like she's up there with Ripley and and other uh, great um, Ripley, the Bride, other great female protagonists, but. Um, I'm looking at this and the excitement level just isn't there. And then I see when she comes across the T-800 who was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the original Terminator and she tries to kill him kind of like how she tried to in Terminator 2. And I'm like, okay, does the time space continuum shit that happened in Terminator Genesis still continue here? And that's why she wants to kill the man who saved them or the robot who saved them in Terminator 2 like it is it's strange so we'll see how it goes but I think they are going to keep with the Genesis timeline but even with that uh Amelia Clark when she played uh Sarah Connor in Terminator Genesis she was cool with the T-800 too so 
uh, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Hey, James Cameron is, is attached as producer, but the franchise just has not been right without him in the director chair. He wants to do Avatar. We'll see how Avatar goes in 2020. But I'm, I'm probably done with Terminator if this one is trash. Unless James Cameron comes back, I'm probably going to be done with Terminator as a whole. Um, and... I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Because to me, Terminator 2 is probably the greatest action movie of all time. And if someone says it's the best movie they ever saw, I'm not mad at that. What a sequel is supposed to do is not only surpass the original, but enhance the original. Terminator 2 did just that. But it was so damn good and had such a great villain in the T-1000 that it, all the other Terminators have been chasing that high. They've been chasing that shock value. They've been chasing that next great Terminator model villain. Uh, Terminator Genesis, the best parts of that movie are when uh, old T-800 has to fight the um, updated T-800 and then he has to turn around and fight the T-1000. And the T-1000 yet again steals the show in uh, Terminator Genesis. And that franchise cannot get past the greatness of its second movie and the greatness of its second villain. It, it just can't. It's almost like Star Wars. A lot of people say Star Wars can't, has, still hasn't reached the high that uh, The Empire Strikes Back has. And looking at all the movies, yeah, I can, I can somewhat agree with that. Actually, I completely agree with that. There still isn't another movie as good as The Empire Strikes Back. Um, same with Batman. Some people think that Batman can't reach the high that The Dark Knight reached. So there's a lot of pressure there. Uh, I don't think Ter I think Terminator's going to bomb, and I think it's going to take James Cameron getting back on there and them making a new R-rated Terminator for them to get it back together. But the the new trailer looks good, but it looks better than the first trailer, but I'm not sold on it. I don't think they're going to they're gonna get the job done. But that's it for me. But before I get out of here, just got a, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, shout out to Bradmore Realty. Uh, go to them for all their realty needs, all your realty needs, not their realty needs, of course. Of course, they like to make money, so I guess it's their needs too. But anyway, you uh, go to Bradmore Realty, that's B-R-A-D-M-O-O-R-E Realty.com. Check out their homes in the um, Jackson metro area, and I believe they have some homes on the outside of the Jackson metro area as well. Check out the Mothership Podcast, Reality Breach. Check out Shellhead, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle podcast from Reality Breach as well. Check out my boys, Rob, Justin, and Dunchy at the Black Pocket podcast. Of course, go on SoundCloud. Subscribe to my boy DJ Lil Waltz. Um, DJ Lil Waltz channel. I don't know why I got tongue-tied there. Uh, but yeah, he, he has so many great mixes, anything to get you through the week. They got the crunk mix, they got the R&B mix, they got the throwback mix. He's always putting something dope on there. Uh, check out Black With No Chaser. Follow Black With No Chaser on Facebook. Follow Black With No Chaser on Instagram. I have articles that are right over there from time to time. Uh, 
got a new piece that I'm cooking up for them now but definitely check them out uh, they have all kinds of content all kinds of videos just a lot of black thought a lot of good black thought on there without the militant stuff you know we're not trying to take over the world or anything we're just giving black hot takes and well thought out hot takes so yeah check them out check out uh, my other podcast the culture sports uh, with me and TK, uh, we're going to be doing our NFL preview real soon, so that'll be dropping. Uh, it may even come out before this episode, who knows, but definitely check them out. Uh, check out Black Excellence and Ignorance, their Facebook page, where, I mean, just type in Black Excellence and Ignorance, I promise you it's going to come out. And check out our podcast, Off Topic, on the Black, Black Excellence and Ignorance uh, SoundCloud. You can hear myself, Aaron, and Leslie. We get into all kinds of stuff. The latest episode, like I said, was uh, last time was the Jay Z NFL situation, and we let off our takes on that. And I'm pretty sure our next episode, you be on the lookout for it. It's gonna be something to listen to uh, that you hopefully won't forget. Anyway, <laughs> of course, the Maestro of My Madness on SoundCloud. Dunchy did it. Check his channel out. Check his beats out. Somebody signed it, man. Somebody. I mean, he's a creative genius. As you can hear on, I mean, throughout the podcast, he really, really, really is on his shit. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, rate and review the podcast. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, I think Google Podcasts, yeah, they have their own app. Uh, on Stitcher, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere podcasts, almost anywhere podcasts are available. Somebody asked me if I was on Pandora. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm not sure. But, yeah, those that I mentioned, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, definitely. I'm definitely on there. Uh, just, Just check me out. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you uh, taking your time out to check out this podcast. I appreciate you checking out the uh, Instagram page at the underscore unapologetic underscore geek. And of course, the mothership, the big dog, the Facebook page, 41,000 followers strong. Keep sharing. Keep commenting. I love my top fans especially. Thank you for contributing to the Unapologetic Geek as a whole. You can go on Facebook and follow me at The Unapologetic Geek. And until the next time, this is Jarius, The Unapologetic Geek, and you have been listening to The Unapologetic Experience. I am out.